to extend grace. My grace, my grace, my 
promises to comfort me. Jesus sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible and Living Sound. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Moses, send thou twelve men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the people of Israel. While the twelve appointed men spied out the land of Canaan, the Israelites waited behind near the borders of the promised land. Oh, Mother, I'm tired of washing clothes. May I quit and play? No, dear. We must finish the washing. But I'm tired. Well, maybe you or, or any of us won't get tired in the new land of Canaan. Oh, Mother, why do we have to stay here so close to the new land? Why can't we move right now into Canaan? I'm as eager as you to live in this new land, Sharon. But we must wait here until the 12 spies return. But they've been gone so long. Only 40 days. The time doesn't seem so long when you think of how far we have traveled from Egypt. People of Israel! Look what we spies found in the wonderful land of Canaan! Oh, what marvelous fruit! We brought back these clusters of grapes, these figs, pomegranates. The land of promise indeed flows with fruit and milk and honey in great abundance. Look at the size of those grapes. What Joshua says is true. Nevertheless, the people that live in Canaan are strong. Their cities are walled and mighty. Not only that, but we saw the people of Anak there. We are well able to take the land. Do not listen to Joshua nor heed his counsel. Canaan is a land settled by vigorous people. The Amalekites live in the south, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites are in the mountains. And the Canaanites live by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. These people will fight fiercely for their land. They are too strong for us. Uh, we searched out Canaan and faithfully judged the strength of the people. It's not so great as Sethor has said. I know we can overcome them and take the land. If you follow the words of Joshua and Caleb, you will surely die. 
The people in this land are much stronger than we are. The Lord will deliver them into our hands. Don't forget the giants. The land of Canaan is no place for us. We cannot conquer it. All the congregation lifted up their voices and wept that night. And all the next day, the people of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron. You are absolutely right, my dear. It is a bad place to which Moses is leading us. Yes. God might as well have let us die in Egypt. In Canaan, we would fall quickly by the sword of the enemy. It would be better to return to Egypt than allow our families to fall prey to the Canaanites, to say nothing of the giants. Why, it would be terrible. Sitha, let's suggest to the people that we appoint a new captain who will lead us back to Egypt. Why do we delay entrance into Canaan? The land of Canaan is an exceedingly good land, blessed with abundant food and water. Let us leave now and not fear the people of this new land. They will have no defense, for the Lord is with us. Stone them! Stone Caleb and Joshua! They want us to die! They want us to be slaughtered in Canaan! the Lord suddenly appeared before all the children of Israel. And the angel of the Lord spoke unto Moses. How long will this people provoke the Lord? And how long will it be before they will believe all the signs which he has shown them? He will strike and disinherit them and smite them with a pestilence. If the Lord shalt punish the people of Israel, then the nations which have heard of his fame will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he promised unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. And now I beseech thee, let the power of the Lord be great. Pardon the wickedness of this people according to the greatness of thy mercy. He has pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as he lives, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen his miracles in Egypt and in the wilderness and have not hearkened to his voice, Surely they shall not see the land of Canaan. Say unto the people of Israel, All of you from twenty years old and upward which have murmured against the Lord, ye shall not come into the land of Canaan, but ye shall wander in the wilderness forty years until your bodies have fallen in the wilderness. Then shall the Lord bring in your children unto the land which ye have despised. The Lord has condemned the older people of Israel to a life of sorrow and misery, wandering aimlessly in this wilderness. They will never see the land of Canaan.
and the ten spies who brought back an evil report died by the plague before the Lord. But Caleb and Joshua, because of their faith and good report, were not punished. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Where are you going? Oh, hi, Rico. 
I'm heading for the grocery store. Mom forgot to buy carrots for our carrot stew tonight. Can't have carrot stew without carrots. That'd be just hot water. She said that we were going to drive back to the store, but I told her I'd take care of it. On your bicycle? That's kind of a long way. It's good exercise, and besides, there's enough poison in the air already. Poison? What do you mean? See all those cars and trucks? Well, each one has an engine, and each engine is burning gasoline, and the exhaust puts pollution in the air. Then we breathe it. Too much pollution can poison us. So I figure if I ride my bike to the store, a vehicle which, by the way, creates absolutely no pollution, I'm helping the air stay cleaner. I'm impressed. Not only that, I told my mom and dad that we needed to figure out how to drive our car less. You know, like going to town and doing a bunch of things. Not just one. I figure that if everyone did that, we'd have a lot less dirty air and a lot more clean air to breathe. By the way, where are you heading? I'm going to the park. Mom gave me money for a taxi. You mean one of those stinking, gas-burning, air-polluting taxis? Okay, okay, I see what you mean. Mind if I ride with you? No problem. I can even take you to my house for supper. Do you like carrot stew? Love it. And then we can use your taxi money to buy mangoes. I'd better call my mom and ask if it would be all right. Tell her you're riding in the city's only non-polluting taxi and that the driver is a really nice guy. Just drive. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. you've joined me today for another story just for you. In the case of the secret code, Willie starts getting strange messages on his computer. Could they really be from God? Chapter 8, Closer and Closer. Are you sure? Chris asked. He pressed closer and looked at the package and then at the card. Sure, Willie said. Look at the word windjammer here on the card. Now look at the word trade winds on the package. Wind is the same. I guess so, Chris said, not too sure. Now look at the town, Mill Valley. Chris studied them. Now what looks the same? He looked up at Willie. What next? Willie took a pen and wrote the phone number on the package from the ad. Let's call this and see who answers. Willie and Chris put the ad back on the bulletin board and found a payphone outside the store. The phone was too high for Willie to reach it, so Chris called. No answer, he reported. Let's try again later. They wandered the main portion of downtown all morning but found no sign of Coco. Willie asked people he met if they had seen the little dog. He even showed them the poster, but no one could help. After lunch with Grandpa, Willie, and Chris decided to put their last two posters up in the library and post office. Mrs. Hutchinson was at the front desk when Willie and Chris came in the front door. Willie felt a little nervous, but he rolled up to her and smiled. Can we put up a poster about my lost dog? You mean that cute little dog that always follows you around is gone? Why, of course. Maybe Mrs. Hutchinson isn't such a mean person after all, Willie thought as he pushed in the tax. To keep the library going, I guess she has to make people return their books or pay for them. 
The post office was easier. While Chris put the poster up, Willie looked past the desk toward the back of the building. What are you looking for? The man in front asked. Just wanted to see if Mr. Davis, my mail carrier, is here, Willie said. George is on his rounds. He'll be in soon, the man said. I just heard on the news that there's a bad summer storm coming in, Grandpa said when they got back in the car. I'm going to take you boys home. Then I need to help Mrs. Shue round up the rest of the kids. But what about Coco, Willie asked. Coco will just have to take care of himself for a little while longer, Grandpa said. Maybe Coco is already home, Chris said hopefully. Coco wasn't there. Want to try that phone number again, Chris asked. Willie lifted the phone and dialed the number from the ad. He listened while the phone rang once, then clicked. Suddenly, he heard a high-pitched squeal. Willie held the phone away from his ear. What's that, he said. Chris leaned forward and listened. It's the sound a modem makes. He grabbed the phone and hung up. What are you doing, Willie asked. Chris rushed to the computer and turned it on. It's a modem, get it? Someone, G period, O period, D period, if you are right, is using their modem to get into the bulletin board. Willie's eyes widened. So they're on the bulletin board right now. Want to talk screen to screen with the mystery person, Chris asked. As the bulletin board came on, Willie saw that he had no messages. He clicked the chat button and began to read. Nat, we just can't afford it. Bo, yeah, but the state inspectors aren't going to let us open the new stadium without wheelchair ramps. Nat, I realize that there are laws, but there are always ways to get around those kinds of things. I mean, we're just a little town. Willie and Chris watched for a few minutes without seeing any mention of G period, O period, D period. Just when Willie was about to switch off the computer, he saw something. G period, O period, D period. Nat, when are you going to start thinking about someone other than yourself? Think of all the good things you have going for you. Nat, yeah, I guess so. Willie didn't hesitate. He typed in his response and pressed enter. Hot Wheels, I have something to complain about. A comment came in at once. Nat, well, it's the newcomer. Okay, what's your problem? Willie typed back. Hot Wheels, three things, really. I want to know how someone like me can get to see baseball games without wheelchair ramps. Nat, what are you talking about? G period, O period, D period. The kid's a wheelchair jockey. Bo, well, okay, what's second on your list? Hot Wheels, what is this bulletin board good for except for wasting time? I mean, can a kid use it to help find his lost dog? G period, O period, D period. You lost your dog? Hot Wheels, the posters are all over town. Bo, yeah, I think I remember seeing one today. Real sorry, kid. G period, O period, D period. Well, I think letting us know is a good start. What's number three? Hot Wheels. Number three is, who are you guys, really? How does one get to talk to G period, O period, D period, face to face? Willie's face felt hot as he waited for a response. Finally, it came. Nat. Ho, ho, ho. That's a good one. Smiley face. Bo. Tough luck, kid. G period, O period, D period. The whole reason behind the bulletin board is so people can speak their minds without having to let people know who they are. Hot Wheels, that's not fair. G period, O period, D period. That's fair, and it's life. The best you can hope for is another message in your mailbox, or maybe to bump into someone at the ice cream store. Don't think we don't care, but we take our privacy seriously. 
Willie pushed himself away from his computer in disgust. Well, at least they were nice for the first two questions Chris offered. Maybe you should check and see if there are any other messages. There weren't any when we dialed in, Willie said. Well, it won't hurt to check again, will it? Willie shrugged, still angry. His anger disappeared suddenly when he saw the message that awaited him in his mailbox. Six, right bracket, nine, right bracket, seven, right bracket. Two, right bracket, eight, right bracket, nine, apostrophe, nine, single quote. Three, apostrophe, eight, right bracket, six, right bracket, three, single quote. Three, right slash, nine, right bracket, three, right slash, nine, right bracket. Eight, right bracket, six, right slash. Five, right bracket, six, apostrophe, three, right bracket. Nine, right bracket, nine, apostrophe, three, single quote. Five, apostrophe, one, apostrophe, four, apostrophe, one apostrophe, five apostrophe, three right bracket. Three apostrophe, nine right bracket, two right bracket, six right slash. Five right bracket, six apostrophe, three right bracket. Two apostrophe, five right bracket, four right bracket, three right bracket, three right bracket, five right bracket, period. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, book two, The Case of the Secret Code, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. Kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come. Please let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.